I'm Dr. Kate Balistrieri, a psychologist and certified sex therapist based in Beverly Hills. Join me on my new podcast, Get Naked with Dr. Kate, for direct and bold conversations about sex, relationships, mental health, and tangible how-tos. Listen to Get Naked with Dr. Kate wherever you get your podcasts. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Hello, everyone. Ronna and Brian here. Here I am. We just wanted to say thank you for making Ronica such a hit. Honestly, we are get. I'm getting DM'd like I've never been getting. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm afraid. Okay, let's keep I'm it. afraid I do. <laughs> In any event, if you buy any of the wonderful gifts on our list, hashtag us, Ronica. We're dying to know if what people buy and what absolutely. they end up with and if people love them. Also, we have a New Year's episode coming up. We absolutely do. It's coming out New Year's Eve, so we'd love to get any questions for you. Send them ASAP. Yes, please, at askron at gmail.com. If you have any year-end quandaries that you're curious about, we'll, send them our way. Exactly. Or if you just want our opinions on our our favorite things this year. We'll answer them. Maybe. Maybe. Are you finished with these salad? Not quite, but it's fine. I'm not, I'm good. No, because what? Let me just say this. Finish your salad if you need to. I'm okay. Because what I don't want to, if you, I don't want a hungry co-host. And what I really don't want is a hangry co-host. Which, by the way. You're a hangry person. I can tell. 100% We have never discussed this. Yeah. There couldn't be a more obvious thing to me. If somebody said, (laughs) if I was a clairvoyant or a psychic or a mind reader and they said. By the way, which you might be. Tell me one thing about this guy. I'd say he's, he gets hangry. Absolutely hangry. There's no question. It goes with the sugar thing. If It does. Yeah. If I don't have food readily available and I'm very hungry, and this will shock you, I start punching myself in the legs. <laughs> I literally. What is it? I wish I could show you, Rana, to calm you down. I don't know. It just happens. I wish I could show you. I have like four bruises on my legs right now. You mean you punch yourself hard? I just no. I just. I think I have thin skin too, because I just go like this. <laughs> I wish I could show you. Where is it? You just did it. Where is it coming from? Well, I didn't notice I did it until I recently, when I went home for Thanksgiving. Somebody pointed it out. No, here's what happened. Imagine seeing this guy in an airport by himself, (laughs) hasn't had something to eat, punching his leg. And by the way. And now that you're on 911 like this, you better be careful because people are watching you. It's self-harm. People are watching. I could never throw a punch at a person. Who thought you were... I wouldn't be scared of you. I'd be scared that you were crazy. But I'm not. That you need to be sectioned. That's what I'm saying. I would say, look at this insane character over here punching his own legs. I wouldn't say this guy's going to punch me. Well, I'll tell you, that fisherman down at the... um, Well, he was the one who first saw it. Because, uh, you know how I wear... 
Well, I was at the Driftwood. Uh, yeah. Okay. And so I went in and I was wearing my- Oh, you've been back. I have. I was yeah. wearing- Were you wearing your shorts again? Yes. I was wearing a very heavy uh, Uniqlo, Uniqlo down coat. Oh, here we go. And a beanie. Uh, sorry, everyone. I had to be corrected. Well, apparently, I don't know which one it is. Apparently, I say Uniqlo and, every, and it's Uniqlo they're telling me. But I think we so can all Brian agree that Uniqlo he, sounds better. So Brian decided to slip that in. I was-, I, was if a, he, To turn the knife a little bit. Well, so anyway, I walk- First Gwyneth Paltrow, now this. I walk in and- It's aggressive, Brian. We're well- gonna, I'm going to start keeping a list. No, all I'm saying is of like- the acts of aggression. I just want you to know that the gaslighting is on. The- <laughs> I'm here to drive you crazy. <laughs> and then when you t- call me out and I'm just going to say, I have no idea what you're talking about, Rana. <laughs> I can't imagine. And I'll say, did, I ma- did anyone else hear that door mm-hmm. slam? Yeah. <laughs> You'll have it on a, on a remote control. Well, the fisherman at the lobster, whatever, at the Driftwood. Yeah. Um, I was wearing my shorts. Yeah, he's and, a lobster. And I came in and, you know, yeah. with my jacket, it didn't look it's like crustacean. I had. crustacean. It's not a fish. It's it, not the same thing. It didn't look like I had anything on. So it sort of looked like I was going to come in and just like, because my coat covered my shorts. Oh, you looked like you were a flasher? Yes. So I came in. Wow. And I, Interesting ever, choice. of Were you coming from a workout? Were your legs steaming by any chance? Yeah. They were yeah. a little steamy. Yeah. I had come from a spin class. Yeah. And <laughs> at the JCC, he's spinning. Yeah. And by the way, thanks for the hookup there. You're welcome. But They're very I, nice. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I know they do have a pretty good gym there. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I haven't really. Well, I'll tell it's you this. A great they didn't place. love. They it's didn't. Not terribly expensive, so it's a good place to dip in and out. Of. Well, this is all I have to tell you. Yeah. I walked in, and this is sort of a Boston thing. I'm gathering anyway, but I walked in the first time, and the lady says, "Where's Safi from?" Like oh. that. Uh huh. Like that. Uh huh. And I said, Syria. And she said, oh, honey. Uh-huh. So that was nice. Uh-huh. But I think she was suspicious at first. Well, <laughs> it led to, you know, but you're Josh Russo on 911. I'm Italian. Yeah. That's true. You could I should have said I was Josh you Russo. You shouldn't have just say, next time say it's Moroccan. Because okay. they'll think he's Sephardic. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Uh, I, I will absolutely change my heritage and my identity and my genetic makeup. Well, say nothing. I don't care. No, I don't it's care fine. what they think. Well, if so you don't dr- like them over there, let me know because I will place a strong phone call. Well, fair enough. Or write, write a note if I have to, or speak to someone on the board. So I went to the Driftwood. I was hangry, b- b- appeared to be naked from the waist down, Yeah, honestly. And so I walked in and the lady goes, no. Just, that's all she said to me. <laughs> no. Because I don't think yeah. she likes me anyway. Your, well, she doesn't like anyone. Yeah. She did like Bob, as I told you, and they love Jordy, of course, when he comes in. Right. Yes. Yeah. But she does not, no, she's not friendly. They don't lead with friendly. No, they don't. But they haven't thrown you out. They haven't. So then they this was mind. the closest they don't mind if come. you're there if they haven't thrown you out. No. So she said, no. She said, no. And I said, oh, no, no, no. And she just pointed at my legs. And I unzipped my jacket and said, no, these are shorts. And she was like, okay. She rolled her eyes, whatever. Yeah. And I just went straight to the counter because you tipped me off on that, not yeah. to sit in a seat. Counting it's like an amateur it. move. Yeah. So I sat at the counter and the lobsterman said, We'll call him the lobsterman. The lobsterman. Do we know his name yet? You don't have to say it on the air. Okay. Ha- I just want to know if you're on a first name basis yet. Yeah. Okay. Harry. Harry. H-A-R-R-Y. Oh. So anyway, so he said- The spelling um, again. He said, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so much spelling with you. He said, what did you do to yourself? And I said, oh, nothing. Oh, Except he said it like- come on. He said it sort of like, what did you do? Oh. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's your. We're gonna work on your Boston accent. Let me try. All that Tish training is really yeah. kicking in. A. 
No. I can't do it. Okay. No. So anyway, he was like, what did you do to yourself? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> That's my favorite one. What did you do? That's my new one. He was my, the mayor of Munchkin. He was a, a Munchkin? Yeah. <laughs> I can understand why you're attracted to him. He's such a distinguished actor. Well, he said, What'd you do to yourself? So I said, Oh, nothing. I just took a spin class. It was, you know, and, and it's really. I sort of explained how it's like the one time where I'm really centered and really get in touch with myself and all this. Yeah. And he sort of was oh, deaf to that. It? And he goes, <laughs> well, and I sort of went deaf to that. And he said, no, your legs are completely black and blue. And then I said, oh. and I looked down and I saw the bruises. And then he looked at me oh. really, really with a smile in his eyes and said, from what? That's hmm. where we're at. That's where we're promising. at. Promising. Yeah. Very promising. So I guess he wants to break well, my legs. If it doesn't work out with him. I've got a member of the Geek Squad I could introduce you yeah, to. Yeah, what is happening in the main house today? <laughs> What's happening in the main I've house? I've got the Geek Squad at my house. Everyone knows the Geek doing? Squad, right? From Best Buy. There is a closet. There is a box the size of a wardrobe outside of your home. I right have the Geek Squad in the, installing my new television. Why did you get a new television? Because I'm watching 911 now, and it is like watching a film. It's uh, you know so, it's a crazy disaster disaster flick. Yes, emergency every week. Yeah, the truth is, Jordy's coming home, and you know I told you we're going to watch nine one one together. But I did do a sneak peek on the Halloween episode because oh, I sure. couldn't wait. I was a pirate, which you were a pirate in the call center, which was hysterical. Thank you, Ronald. and you, I don't mind saying you had a bird on your shoulder. Which I makes did. me think they're listening to me. That's right. Yeah. Because Rana says at home she pictures me with a turban on and a bird on my shoulder. Yeah, talking yeah. to the bird, saying, yeah. I don't know why this woman, why does she keep calling me? No, guess what we're doing? Go back to back to Boston this weekend or whatever you say to your bird. And then the bird yells back and then you say, I don't need to hear it from you. I have, I'm giving myself a hot enough time about it's this true. or whatever. It's true. <laughs> Constant negotiation. <laughs> so in any event... We needed, and it was time for an upgrade. And also, we're planning on watching a bunch of the Oscar movies, if we can get them. The ones, sure. that, the Netflixy ones. I want to see Irishman. Yeah. And the truth is, we're going to hopefully see it in a theater. Okay, yes. But... Uh, but this is the next best thing, 77 but, inches. But because Netflix is so stingy with their releasing, which I'd like to have a word with them about. Oh, because they're they releasing release in theaters and then... Minute. yeah. If we don't get a chance to see it together, yeah, I want to see it. I had to get a Martin Scorsese size television involved installed. Wow! So speaking of Martin Scorsese, also a Tisch uh, graduate, yeah, me, mm-hmm. I went straight to the top. I was also a Tisch graduate. Yes, I mentioned that. I oh, mentioned yeah, yeah, that yeah. your training didn't include Boston accents, apparently, and I thought you could work a little harder on that, maybe for the next. As I said, my best. try reading a pamphlet or. Watching a television show. But sometimes I ask... a little something about the local area. I've tried. Do you know that sometimes I ask questions to people like, oh, do you know which way? And they just walk right past me. <laughs> do you say, excuse me? I think I say like, hey. <laughs> 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 Is that the energy you're bringing to every interaction? It might I'm be. I'm lost. <laughs> Help me. It might be. I mean, really. It might People be. have to protect themselves on some level. So what do you... I was wondering... In any event, okay, yeah. Jordy... Once intern, intern recently, it was a very top secret. For Lee Daniels? I can't really. He signed an NDA. Lee Daniels. It, it, I'll, all I'll say is it involved Kanye West in Wyoming. Wow. And the guy that was the DP on this is a very hot up-and-coming DP who's from the, the, the New England area. He's from New, New Hampshire. 
and he's doing, excuse me, he's doing Mosquito Coast with Justin Thoreau for Apple. Is, was right that now. a like, River Phoenix movie from it back in the day? It was River Phoenix Harrison and Ford. Harrison Ford. Yeah, I remember. And it was a Paul Thoreau novel, novel I believe. And so it's all coming full circle because he's either the great uncle of Justin Th- Thoreau. Those Thoreaus or, are just yeah. killing it. And then it. there's Louie, who's the cousin. Who does the, yeah, uh, the documentaries. Yeah, which are... Which are Hit or miss. I agree. I used to love him, and now I'm a little tired of him. I'm with you. But now he's sort of coming back again. So it's always about if he chooses a good subject. True. Yeah. In any event, people can catch that on BBC iPlay, probably. Listen to you catch that. In In any event, Alex Dietzenoff is a fabulous up and coming DP. Okay. Jordy was working for him. I said, I called him up. I said, I'm looking for a new TV. I mean, these these are the eyeballs you want on your television. Does Jordan want to be a director of photography? No. Oh. Okay. Please. Okay. Please. Sorry. Let me finish my story, please. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jordan is doing what he should be doing, mm-hmm. which is the best. See, he's playing undercover boss. Okay. He's wow. learning how to do all of the jobs okay. before he's the guy that's in charge. God. Well, and that I, well, makes not, sense. Not all the jobs. Right. I mean, like he's not going to bring a ladder he's over not a here gaffer. or a ladder. Yeah. Whatever. Right. But he's learning how to do all of the jobs so that when he's the boss, he can see it from everyone else's perspective. That's very, that's a smart move. And also, Alex is such a talented guy and such a wonderful teacher. Yeah. I mean, really terrific. What has he done? As I just said, a oh, very yeah. top secret thing. And now he's oh, doing right. Mosquito Coast. Oh, right. Yeah, you did yeah. say that. Sorry. And he did City on a Hill. Oh. Uh, for, for Showtime, where I also got to spend a little time with him. But he's a local, as I said. He's a New England guy from yeah. New Hampshire. Just had a gorgeous wedding. Really? Yeah, which I was invited to, excuse me. Did you go? I couldn't go because I was at Penelope Cookies Bat Mitzvah oh, in New York. Yeah. Yes, I love which Penelope a, Cookies. Which was a gorgeous event at the Gramercy Park Hotel. I have to say, for a single parent, her mother did a terrific job yeah. on the Bat Mitzvah, you know, because she is a single Well, she's mother. sort of a yeah. sad character, yeah. right? You know what? She's a gorgeous girl. She's beautiful. She's I've met her. She's a doctor. Yeah. She's brilliant. Right. But that's not how you... De- that's not the first thing that usually comes out of your mouth. Well, you can't have it all. <laughs> you just can't have it all. That's the... You know. But she's wonderful. She's gorgeous and she's brilliant. She's wonderful. And she's a terrific mother. Yeah. But we just can't find her anybody. Yeah. I don't know well, why. There it but goes. But maybe because she's busy. Yeah. And being fabulous and running the parenting center at Mount Sinai. Excuse me if anybody's looking to give a year end of year donation. Yeah. Because you can do it on write it off on your taxes. And I think they're matching until December 31st. I've been to Mount Sinai Hospital. Oh boy. Yeah. For punching your legs? No, I think I I think I uh, was having a panic attack or something and I thought I was having a heart. It was like one of those things. So hangry. Sugar. No, this is the, leg, this was like ten years leg ago. Leg punching, panic attacking. This is all the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is all the same symptom. I know. We're 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 going clear soon. In any of or whatever. Please don't. <laughs> no, we can't do that. We're not going clear. No, that was the wrong expression. I'm not going clear. <laughs> it might be the solution. Are you I bet out of they, your mind? I bet they do a lot of leg punching in that in that oh, situation. De- definitely. In any okay, event, yes. Alex told me to get a seventy. Well, he didn't tell me how many inches. He said, get an OLED, LG OLED 4K TV. So I said, fine. Are you going to come over and calibrate it? Is OLED a brand? OLED is O-L-E-D. Thank so you, So they Anna. used to be L-E-D, now it's O-L-E-D. What does the O stand for? I actually, Outrageous? I, just, I actually don't know. Okay. Believe it or not, yeah. I chose not to retain that piece of information. Fair enough. But if you told me, I'd remember it. Yeah. And... He's coming over to calibrate it. He's bringing his gorgeous bride, Jacqueline, 
Who's They're a big, both coming big over to fan. calibrate well, your television. He's really coming, and she's a big fan. Oh, that's nice. So then she sort of slips in. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how that works. That's really. Oh, nice. Jacqueline's going to be with me. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. You know how that is when somebody wants to see your house. They say, I could drop it off. And you say, you know, you could just leave it. Is that what it takes? I'll pick it up. And they say, no, no, I'll be by your house at two. Should I come? And then you say, you want to come in for a cup of tea? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how they get in. And then they want to see, can I, and then they say, you know, I'd love to see the house. And then by the way, they're the ones who have to decide when to leave. Oh, not in my book. Really? Oh, well, absolutely What do you not. do? I throw people out of my house all the time. <laughs> my favorite thing to do, Adam O'Byrne, who's our producer can attest to this is to throw children out of my house wow it is my favorite what, is she, what do you thing do to do it's a gift to parents absolutely because you know there's always that last 20 minutes where they're trying to collect their things and did she have a bathing suit is there a sock over there sure. where are my crocs yeah. you know whatever <laughs> whatever it is because they don't because they know what's waiting for them at home is bedtime yeah and they don't want to go to bed yes they're having fun Running around, eating sugar, yeah, smoking, watching, yeah, smoking, yeah. drinking, tequila shots, Jello <laughs> shots, whatever it is I'm serving. I should do kid Jello shots. That would be fun. That would be the cute. next time. Yeah, and but they got to get out. You need them out. It's over. Yes, the party is over, and they don't want to leave. And so and Last the parents call. are trying to. Could we have to leave. Rana wants us to leave. Rana doesn't want it. You know, and they're negotiating, which is crazy anyway. Right, negotiating with tiny terrorists today. <laughs> And I say, that's it. Everybody out. Wow. It's over. You came here. You ate delicious things. You played in the pool. You had a wonderful time. Get out of my house. And, that- they, and they laugh in your face, the children. They think it's hysterical. And I say, I'm not kidding. Put on your shoes and get out of my house. And they do. And they leave. God. And the parents are delighted. You because have- they didn't have to yell at them. Someone else did it for them. And also, they think it's funny. They think it's funny that Rana, who was just so nice to them, is yelling. Is yelling. Yeah, yeah, I would I, I would be peeing my pants yeah. with laughter. 77 inches. That's what how, is? How oh. The TV is. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I was wondering, do you want to ship the old TV to LA in case you're ever out? I mean, well, I was thinking about putting that in my guest bathroom. What? Yeah. How big's the other one? 12 inches? No, I think it's 65. In your so, bathroom? Okay. <laughs> Well, you don't know how big the room is. I've never seen it. Also, think about watching Judge Judy not on an iPad and on a 65-inch television in your bathroom. It honestly, this is the problem, Rana, is every time we have a conversation, upgrade, I end up dropping upgrade. money. Every single. <laughs> By the way, I already bought the Roman Vishniak book and the aviary cocktail book for my coffee table. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. By the way, after we spoke, I went on the Amazon and was Googling around and I noticed that they sell several waterproof iPad cases. That might be something someone could get you for Christmas. I have to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm really cheap except when I'm not. But someone could get that for you. Yeah, I guess Because so. the Ziplocs, how many Ziplocs are we talking oh, about? Oh, I reuse them. I just, I, I've been on the same one for but like six months. picture, that's like the reusable Starbucks cup. I'm not drinking out of it. No, but it can't be clean. No, there's no way. I mean, Although it's, it's in the bath. It's in, not in the water, but has it ever there's fall, soap around it. Has the iPad it. ever fallen in? No. No, it actually hasn't. Are you sure the bag's even going to help it? Even going to save it if it does fall in? Well, I saw it on like Lifehacker. I see. Yeah. Do you ever go in there? No. Okay. That's like when they tell you how to use a coat hanger to... to Have an abortion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest life hack. That was the greatest life hack of all time. It might be the number the one. The original life hack. <laughs> <laughs> except. <laughs> except. <laughs> it's 
beyond uh, dangerous. Well, it is a life hack. <laughs> it is. That imp- <laughs> wow. Wow. That's terrific. We should give hack. some advice. We speaking, should. speaking of life hacking, that's what we are doing. That's true. Let's hacking. get some advice and let's talk with the Oh, should I read a couple reviews before oh, we get into certainly, it? Certainly, certainly. So Okay. Oh good, that is very funny. I love it. Rana. Yeah, I love Guys, don't use a coat hanger to get abortion. an abortion. in the original life hack. Okay. You know, let's first from Brian Safford. This comes from Megan Stafford, who said, she gave us five stars. Her I cap- certainly hope so. Yeah. The title was the best. And she said, I, and she, I thought she really nailed it here. I can't get enough of this podcast. Perfect balance of humor, thought provocation, thoughtful advice on all topics, and guest appearances that let you see your favorites in a new, fun way oh. in the atypical interview style. Thank you guys for doing what you do. We all need it. Well, we'll be putting that on our promotional materials from now on. Or something close to it. Cam and Christopher says, recommendations for an aspirational life. Five stars. I don't think I'll ever reach Rana levels of travel or fine dining, but listening to these two discuss any of the finer things in life makes me feel like I'm rich, rich. <laughs> And took the words right out of my mouth. And uh, She's a Rainbow, Shades of Vanilla, five stars, wrote Ron and Brian are a dream together. So happy to have Ronna back and more perfectly judgmental than ever. Do you mind that word? Judgmental? It's five-star review, so they love it. I'll take the five stars, but I think people who call me judgmental misunderstand me. I think you're right. Mazel tov I think there isn't a word for what I am. I guess you could say you're right. No, but I don't know. I don't know. Look, the show is set up. I'm going to tell you what I think. Yeah. So the idea that, I mean, it's a trap when people say you judgmental. I'm telling you, I'm judging the situation. That's true. But I think I generally try to take into account people's feelings when I'm I'm giving them advice. I have to say this. Yeah. You are a total empath. You really are. That's very kind. Yeah. I didn't didn't feel too bad about you punching your legs. You know what? I think you're an empath with, in the written word. I do have a wicked, and over I the have phone. a wicked streak. I have a wicked streak. It's true. Mazel tov in this gorgeous collaboration. 100% recommend. So please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Not please. Just do it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And five stars only. Five stars. Hashtag five stars only, please. Should we talk to the brilliant and beautiful Robin Lord Taylor? Let's get to it. Let's do it. No, wait a minute. Rana. Okay. You, first of all, was he able to get around the Geek Squad? It's my first question. I know. They're you, in there. I left them in there with the Advina. Probably everything I own is gone now. Did you park behind your Advina's Tesla? <laughs> well, you know, I actually, well, you know, I live in this in New York, so I took the train, oh. which I love. Oh, the Acela. It's like, it's like why I live in the Northeast. It is I love nice, the train. the train, isn't it? It's yeah. so, Not everywhere you know, in America, but. It, yeah. Exactly. In the yeah. Northeast, it's one of the perks, you yeah. know, living up here. And so, yeah, I, got, I took the train up and it was lovely. Is there a cuter person on the planet? Yeah. Then These two have Robin. never met. Lloyd Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> you t- I'm dying because you two have never met. I know. And, and I'm, I'm such a long time because he's a villain. He plays a villain. And you would never. And he's the sweetest creature you've ever met in your life. <laughs> the sweeter creature that is Robin Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> That's my given name, but I changed yes. it to Lord just Robin to, you know. Elizabeth, that is hysterical. <laughs> Robin, it is such a pleasure to meet you. Likewise, and I have to tell you, Brian, I have been a fan of yours. Uh, well, throwing shade from the get-go. Oh, wow. I've been obsessed. Oh, Brian's since. other I'm, show. Oh, Brian's very, other show. My other show. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, your other show. Yeah. Yes, of course. But, yeah. uh, but you know, <laughs> yes, so I, I've known you through that, and then um, 
and I can't remember, but you were on a cable show. Young and Hungry? I, I think so, but it was, you talked about queer oh. issues. And, and Oh, That's Gay. That's Gay, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. I would watch it with Dickie. Like, we would watch it, like, late at night. And Dickie like, Greenleaf. Dickie, Dickie yes. Greenleaf, my husband. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, he practically is. I mean, kind he of, plans yeah. all the travel. Yeah, he plans he all the travel. He wears great cashmere. He has a... He, he, he lives very. He lives very well. He, he really Dickie does. Dickie knows how to live. He does. And every he's one of those people who like just any clothes look good on yeah. him. Like yeah, he he's has great stuff. That, you want to laugh about Dickie? Dickie wrote to me, DM'd me, and said, "Ron, I'm going to Vienna. Can I get some recommendations?" I said, "Who's this guy? I don't know who this is." I'm not writing back to this guy, <laughs> which isn't true exactly because I should mention Miss Cleo and I. I can't what? Write, no, no, no. <laughs> Miss Cleo two three oh, four. Okay, okay not right. uh, or I don't. I, I'd have to look to see exactly. But Miss, someone named Miss Cleo wrote to me a few months ago and said, "Rona, I remember you were talking about. I came to a live show, a Throwing Shade live show. Okay, and I asked via, via Vienna recommendations, and I put them in my book to remember. And there was one restaurant I couldn't remember. Would you? I'm sorry to bother. Would you mind telling me? Fogo de Chao. And so, <laughs> Panda Express, I said. Yeah, no, amazing. P.F. Chang, of course. <laughs> uh, and, so I, and so we started a dialogue. And at, right around the exact same time, this gorgeous creature writes to me, Robin Lord Taylor, and says, I'm, I'm going to Vienna Fabulous. unexpectedly for another one of these goddamn Comic, comic Con mm-hmm. conventions, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, yep, it was. And I can only imagine what the payday is on that. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, if you'll schlep to, it's not, you, he's beyond, I'll just take a free trip to someplace. How many I miss you letters do you get now that Gotham is hot off the air? So many. Yeah. I, yeah, it, totally. And yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's, and the people who still like, well, that's the thing is now people are just discovering the show still. Because, because it's going to other places. It's on right. Netflix. Isn't that right. interesting? Yeah. Second out Life. Later. It rolls out. It's Isn't that insane nice? now. Yeah, Wonderful. nothing the goes away. Not to mention you're about yeah. to be on another like hugely niche, popular, also like a non cult fave. Yeah. You, you, yes. Why? Oh, yeah. Which it's I can very... watch on my new 77 inch OLED LG 4K television that the Geek Squad is is currently installing. Are you getting my the, home. the frame, the wooden frame around it? No, like, I got, you can get. I got frameless. Frameless. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, why dress? It's a TV. You yeah. Know, why, I have a yeah. Vizio. What are you? What are you watching your TV? <laughs> we, we we have the Sam, a Samsung. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> I have a very fancy cinematographer friend, DP, who told me to get this television, and I trust his eye. Well, I'm so. sure. George Jordan too, yeah. like has oh, an Jordan, eye for those but believe me, Wyakata, yeah, <laughs> link after link after link. But Wyakata said this was the best one. But Dickie Greenleaf is the one who wrote to me, and I ignored his email. And then Robin wrote to me and said, "Dickie Greenleaf and I are going to Vienna." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Brian and I collaborated on a mountain of information. We did. Which I'm wondering so if it was helpful at all. Absolutely. Yeah. What will you give us? Your highlights, which yeah. is because we love Vienna, Brian and I. Yes. But we've never experienced it. We've together. never been together. I took the train from Budapest to. Vienna and you I think came back to the US right I did yeah or did I go to Tel Aviv I can't remember yeah it's always yeah (laughs) It's always vacation. World travelers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, what were your uh, highlights? The highlights were... Uh, we had to I mean, stay, everything. first of all. Where well, they put you? Well, they, they put they, you where they put you. They they put where yeah. we put... Uh, yeah. And we um we were in the Marriott. Which, okay. Which, but which actually... Oh, you like were working the, there? Yes. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. But just yeah, for, for a couple Comic-Con. of days, and then he stayed for a few oh, days. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we got there early, had some days to see everything, and then, yeah. And, and then are people bothering you? Are you able to sort of put a beanie cap on and people don't bother you? No, I mean... 
Because I could see that you could disappear a little bit if you needed to. Well, the listeners can't see, but now I'm yeah. blonde now. Yeah, so, exactly. so like on Gotham, where people You're very mostly dark. Are you the naturally black? blonde? Yeah, is that this, your... is, this is my yeah. natural oh, wow. hair color. So since, you know, it's since that. It's more if you start talking, probably people then notice it. exactly right. Yeah. And it's like once I open my mouth, then yeah. it snaps into focus for them. That happened but... to me in Budapest as well once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was in a restaurant. What, what happened? I was in a restaurant having uh, dinner with my attorney who was visiting me. Laura Smallow, she's my litigator, <laughs> and we were having dinner, and a table kept looking over at us, and I thought, what? It was, there's only two people, three tables in this garden, this beautiful garden, Piero, it's called up by the castle in Budapest, and they kept, I thought, are they trying to get the waiter's attention? What's go- Why do they keep turning around, trying to get the waiter's attention? And then one of them said to me, I'm so sorry to bother you. Are you Ronna Glickman? Oh, I love that. I recognized your voice. But not your anything else and about I you? S- <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I just looked like a beautiful European businesswoman or something That's like probably that. true. That's probably mm-hmm. what it was. They mm-hmm. probably thought I was Christine Lagarde from the World Bank, and then they realized that I was Ronna Glickman when I opened my mouth. Still. But the people don't know what to say. So they say, are you Ronna Glickman? And I suppose I could have said, are you blind? <laughs> yeah, of course I'm Ronna Glickman. And on that note. <laughs> okay, let's do a call. So we're going to call Kristen. Everybody ready? I can't wait. Robin looks like he's at his buzzer. Oh, he's now ready. we get the song. Whoa. Coming in hot. Oh, it's so cute, this song. Hello. Kristen. Hello. Hello. Kristen. Yes. Hi. Can you hear me? Hi, Kristen. You're on with Ronna Glickman. And Brian Safi and our special guest, Robin Robin Elizabeth Taylor. Taylor. (laughs) Hi, Kristen. Oh, my goodness. Hello. Can you believe it? Do you know how much people would pay for a phone call with Robin? They do, probably. Are you on Cameo? I'm I'm not on Cameo quite yet. I I have to draw the line somewhere. Comic-Con is sort of where I draw it. Yes. (laughs) It's a better paying Cameo. (laughs) Kristen, where are you calling from and what is your question? I am calling from southeastern Michigan. Okay. Oh, show us on and your hand, I Kristen. Know I show ask. us on your hand. <laughs> um, right in that pad of the thumb area. Okay. Oh, sure. right Near Jackson. Oh, a, a little bit more north than that. Yeah. So I'm gotcha. I'm forty minutes north of Detroit. Okay. Okay. Uh, terrific. So yeah, so my Toronto. oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I'm so excited to be talking to you guys. Oh, oh don't, don't be um, nervous. We're nervous. We want to give you good advice. Picture us all nude. Oh, well, it calms not people all, down. Not all of us. <laughs> and when you picture Brian nude, just just double the size of whatever you're imagining. <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> oh my goodness! Brian and has, that will be the truth. Brian has been open with me about, about my big dick. <laughs> I have. Once we were having a conversation and Brian was exhibiting so much confidence. And I said to him, have you got a large member? And I said, and he said, I have I to do. say, I do. I do. <laughs> so Kristen, that's the answer. We know that you're not here to talk problems. about my big hairy dick. <laughs> <laughs> but you might be. Okay, Brian. I mean, I'm, you know I'm sorry. You're right. Brian. You're right. Good Kristen, good all of it. what okay. is your question? Okay. So um, my fiance and I are getting married next fall. Congratulations. Thank you. And we're very excited. Um, uh, It's going to be a very small wedding. We're not looking for anything big. And um, I was previously married, so I had the big 
a typical wedding princess gown, the whole thing, but I want to do it differently this time. Um, But we have a small budget uh, and I just want, I don't want anything that's thrown together. I'd like something that's sophisticated and intimate and I want to take care of my guests. I just am looking for ideas of how to do that without breaking the bank and treating my guests and having a wonderful day. And I guess that's my question. I just don't know how to do that. And what time of year are you getting married? In the fall. Oh, in the fall, you said. In the fall. And I, I, the only thing I want to avoid is kind of having like that backyard like barbecue kind of feel. So I'm wondering, am I still able to take care of my guests if I like, take them out to a brunch or I'm just looking for creative ideas that so what, will still feel like a special day. Okay. Now I don't think this is a problem, but I mean, assuming your budget's more than $500, I think that we can <laughs> figure this out. But my question yes. to you is I, will you be married on the day or are you getting married at city hall or something like that beforehand? We're going to be getting married on the day we did ask a friend of ours to officiate. So we have flexibility there to kind of do it anywhere. Okay. And how, how many people are you going to have, do you think? Around 50. Okay. Did you That's have not a big so wedding, small. Robin? We had a very small wedding. Yeah. And we, yeah. And so I think, what Kristen, you what do? you're doing yeah. is, is very smart. Like keeping it small and intimate is, you know, that will save it. That will make it just that will be special so enough for everybody. Special, yeah. So I think like, you know, Aww. just knowing that should absolve you of any sort of stress about your guests being feeling taken care of. I mean, if they feel like they're part of an intimate celebration of the two of you, half your work is already done right there. Couldn't and where did you what did you guys do? We got married so we got married uh uh, in Iowa, where I'm from, oh. on the Gotham set. Isn't that where you did it? <laughs> yes, that's where we shot. Gotham. So you didn't. So you didn't have to pay for anything. Yeah. <laughs> and you had craft service. Oh, yeah, the craft service carried it. Yeah, it was yeah. great. The, the empanadas were amazing. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, so we yeah we got we got married at my parents' house. So that was him. That was you know. Help, oh, helpful in terms of the cost. Um, we also got married in Iowa because it was the third state legalized. We were married before yeah. it was legalized everywhere. Oh, so so yeah. it was in a way like, you know, Dickie and I knew we'd always be together. So we got married more as a political statement because we were afraid they were taking gay marriage away right. from Iowa. So so that was the, you know, the backstory of that. But um, But yeah, we, you know, we kept it at my parents' house. And I would say, I would ask you, like, I don't know exactly where you're thinking. Is it in your hometown that you're getting married? Um, well, that was one of the things is we could definitely get married in my parents' backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or we could actually get married at the fairgrounds. I, I, I grew up in the country too. So okay, yes. I, we, we have that kind of setting. I just, um, it was one of those things where I didn't quite know what I wanted to feed people without it feeling like, you know, we're scooping barbecue onto paper plates. Yeah. And how or like do you know what you want? Do you have a vision of what you want to wear yet? Oh, I want uh, glitter. I just want to be <laughs> a glitter, beautiful, shining ray of light that day, um, but in any color but white. Okay. <laughs> so, where do these, when you imagine yourself in whatever it is you're wearing, where do these pictures take place? I mean, let's just get selfish about this for a second. This is your second one. Where will your dress be the most beautiful? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, I'm asking you, where do you want, yeah, where do you want to take your picture? Yeah. Okay. What, do you you know, want this, honest- what do you imagine? And then we'll see if that's doable. But when you talk about a bond, which by the way, 
to me, there's nothing more fabulous than a bond in the fall. Yeah. I mean, I think that's very that true. You, and your budget is candles at that point. I, I was mean, about you're barely to say, talking about flowers. You know, lighting some is also harvest flowers. If, maybe if you have really, really beautiful lighting, it really, mm-hmm. it really almost goes like ninety percent of the way for it. Like yeah. that's that's oh, what you okay. should invest your money in because it it just takes something from nothing to really really intimate and special. But if you're imagining glamour that does not take place on a floor that has straw on it or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm just when you say glitter, I don't know if you're thinking you want more of a a sort of nightclub look or or what that means exactly to you. I could I could definitely seeing the string lights in a barn okay. and me still being able to glitter in some form of rose gold dress. Okay. Oh, um, I, like I like that. that. Yeah. Yes. So, so is there a, is there a barn available to you that you feel like you could I mean I think an intimate venue is very important. You it's only 50 people. What you don't right. ever want is a room that feels empty. If anything, and I think actually, especially what Robin was saying, which is so true, that everyone who's included on that list will feel that they're part of something special. And also, honestly, I don't know whether you feel a stigma about this being your second marriage or you don't, but second marriage is so wonderful because it's a Pressure's choice. Pressure's off, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, you're choosing <laughs> this partner. You've been, ma- you know, you've it's been married before and, you know, this is someone you want to be with. There's something beautiful about that, I think. I appreciate that because I've definitely felt this almost guilt of like, I almost don't deserve another wedding. You deserve three more weddings if you want them. (laughs) Who cares? If you like a wedding, have another one. Mariah Carey would renew her vows at Disney World every single year when she was married to Nick Cannon. And I think she deserves (laughs) that. That sounds very (laughs) unbranded for those It really does. (laughs) Talk about glitter. Also, I would say, and Robin, I don't know how y'all feel. Wow. How y'all no. feel? Yeah, <laughs> I was in Texas for yeah. Thanksgiving. I don't know how y'all feel about this, but I wanted to know. I feel like the last thing you should do is blow your money on the venue. I couldn't agree more. Okay. I agree. I would yes. focus more on food and lighting, like Brian yeah. said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, my actually it goes through. I think what you need it, it, there's two ways to look at it. One is you could pick a charming country restaurant. And that would be an all-inclusive situation. Mm -hmm. So the place already is the backdrop that you want. They already have the look and the feel, and they're going to take care of the food. And that, I mean, that's one way to spend the money. The other way is to take this, if you have a bond available to you, and then dress it with beautiful fairy fairy lights and candles. I mean, think about an old English bond or Mm. a colonial bond. And that's just gorgeous. And then I yes. imagine that you have, you should have food that you love. Uh, you know, you shouldn't be worried about mm-hmm. who's having the chicken and who's having the fish. If barbecue okay. is what you love or, you know, I don't think someone should be running, making hamburgers and hamburgers and hot dogs in the corner right. with a grill. Right. But if there's food that you love, if there's a restaurant you love to eat at or whatever it is, it's fine if the food isn't fancy as long as it's delicious. You could get a food truck to pack outside there if you wanted to. But I would oh. say I would then probably spend a little bit. Of, if you have the budget, I'd probably spend a little money on uh, renting the catering plates and the silverware. And the, so it looks, you know, so high people low. are eating off. Of, exactly. I, mm-hmm. High low, oh, I love. Okay. Me too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love a food. I don't have a problem with a food truck at all. Me neither. But as long as there's somewhere to sit in yeah. a nice table setting. set the tables beautifully have t- a couple of long tables think of like a old think of it as like a harvest wedding mm-hmm. 
you know, how would they have, oh. how, would the, how would the community have come together at that time? There would be long tables. People would come from their farms and different places, candles, a couple of pumpkins, which couldn't be cheaper on the table. Yeah, that's hard. I have to say like fall, fall decor and the natural decor is not ever expensive. No. Which you is a real bonus. Gourds. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Gourds galore. And if you're going to spend any money on flowers, uh, yeah, and probably in a barn, there's a sort of natural proscenium anywhere, anywhere that you can get married under. You know, a bow, where yeah. you could have sort of a bow of greenery or something like that. Set a tiny little stage for where that takes place. But, you know, um, they can move the tables and you can dance in there. It's wonderful. And just to reiterate, I personally think that I've been to many uh, like food truck weddings and I generally always prefer them just because the food is better. Yeah. It's so much yeah. better than having okay. dry steak or dry chicken. Like there's, just get something delicious. It doesn't so have to be expensive. much good food in Detroit now. I mean, that is just, yes. there is a whole food scene in Detroit. Right. And if you're saving money on the venue, then you can spend more on getting it. I, I, I think you said you're a couple of hours away from Detroit. Like 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Oh, yeah. there you go. 40 yeah. minutes. You can yeah. definitely afford then to have, you know. I mean, depending on your budget. but Of course. Yeah. But I think right. that, of course, you don't have Does to. Does this sound like doable you, for your budget so far? Yeah. Or we could also just ask you what your oh. budget is. But if you don't want to go there, we don't have to. <laughs> No, you guys have given me so many amazing ideas and you've actually made me feel so much better about it because, um, you know, we're really busy. And so I was getting really overwhelmed about what we were even going to do. So this has been extremely helpful. Can I ask you this? Is he supportive of the second of the wedding of the event itself? Is he supportive of you and he having this event, this moment together? What oh, he's it? more excited about it than oh, I am. Then this like is he wonderful. is wonderful. Okay, so yeah. you just have to, you need to drop whatever this kind of psychic baggage is you have about the fact that you're doing this a second time, and you need to find a way to engage with how exciting this is. I mean, and also yes. for him, he does. This is his first time getting married. It is, yes. So he deserves to have a wonderful night, and he does. This is for yes. him. You know, it's not. It always people always think it's for the bride, but. His family is coming out and seeing him marry the person that he loves. This is wonderful. It already was, sounds like it's going to be what beautiful. What a blast. Yeah. I <laughs> wish I was going to be in Detroit next fall. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are more than invited. I'm, yeah. I will have to we'll send pay you for, We'll pay for our own table settings if we come, our own place. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, but wonderful. I think high-low is wonderful. And also it takes the pressure off of the stuffiness of the wedding. If you're worried about people saying, look at her, she threw herself a second wedding. Excuse me. Yeah. No, the high, it's just a wonderful <laughs> party where you're also getting married. Yeah. And oh, the dress. Amazing. And don't forget to burn the barn down at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, I know you're at work, so we'll let you go. But thank you for your wonderful question and congratulations. Congrats, Kristen. Oh, That's thank awesome. you. And Robin, I, I, I love you on Gotham. Bless you. I just wanted to thank you. I have to watch him I, I, on you. Are... you. He's on the new season of You on Netflix coming out now. Yes. December Amazing. 26th. Oh, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of all of you. I love all of you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to do me. Send and thank us, you for keep us posted. Send us a picture. Let us know what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Happy holidays, dear. Bye, Kristen. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. Well, that was really, really. I think she, I think she really took all that to heart. Well, I think it was wonderful advice. I do too. Because we have a married man here can we and get, a divorced man. Can we get to the gifts? <laughs> what did you just call me divorce? Well, I am. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I should have asked her. Asked you at the time, Brian. As a divorced man, how I do would you have done feel everything differently. About now, the first of all, I'm so 
excited about this bag. I could it's die. It's a gorgeous bag. This isn't just a gorgeous bag. This bag comes from Julius Meinl. Sure. Which is the Shubies of Vienna. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is. It's the, like the Citarella. Yeah. Of, yeah. The right. Citarella, the Dean and DeLuca. The Ralphs. The, the, <laughs> the, the Gelson <laughs> Salad Bar yes. of, of Vienna. No, this is really, this is the I didn't place. go there. No, because you were you were staying in a hotel. This is the I this see. is a beautiful grocery store that has everything you could want. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I mean, can you hear it in my voice? Uh, yes. Just, There's okay. a couple other things in there. So this the, is the who, thing from Julius Meinl is at the bottom in two boxes. Listen to how he Julius does. Meinl, Julius you've Meinl. changed. Yeah. <laughs> Do you speak German? I'm Bissian, yeah. Oh really? wow! I studied for a year in college. I don't remember very much, but when you they go all there, they speak English there. Did you? But yes, then, but then yes, I. Did you use it while you were there? A little bit, yes. But and did people appreciate it? They do well. They politely, you know, yeah. they're a little like they, you know, they want you to get on English with it. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. What did you? What were your highlights of Austria? And what did you think of the people? The, uh, I'm it, dying to the know. people were fabulous. I mean, I'd been to Germany a couple times, and yeah. it's really interesting to see the the difference in cultures. Even though you know, in our minds as Americans, we sort of think it's what do you think the difference is? I'm so curious. I find the people in Austria much more warm and well because they feel like stepchildren <laughs> they do that that's how a couple of people there explained it to me was yeah. they were just sort of like we're just like the side bitch to Germany yeah 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 and also like but it started the other way oh absolutely yeah did. Yeah. yeah, totally. Well, they're that's your, the thing. Your, uh, Austro-Hungarian. They're your great aunt in the drafty old castle who wants to know how you made all that internet money. Yep. Exactly, yeah. and and Vienna was the capital of Western civilization for eight hundred years. Yes. and so like I feel and like the, and the capital of inbreeding. 50, <laughs> if we're going to go to talk about the Habsburgs, oh, the, under, the underbites. Oh, yeah, like, spend, like all the royals spend, had underbites. I could spend ten hours I, I've, on I'm the Habsburgs. obsessed with the Habsburgs. We should do a Habsburg episode. I wish we were doing it right now. We should clear the table of all the questions and just. Talk about the Habsburgs. They'd have a few Disgusting. questions. Disgusting. Yeah. Fifty-three million subjects in the Austro-Hungarian Empire before World War One. Insane. After yes. World War One, eleven million. Yeah. I I always try to explain this to people. Imagine the United States loses a war, and then Virginia and Maryland get to keep Washington D.C. Right. That's and, what Austria and is. And three fourths of the people. Yeah. Are, you know, not there anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. Rana, should we open this <laughs> now? Okay. This is really exciting. I can't wait. This is something. Do you know? Did you? Did they tell you about it when you bought it, or you just bought it? We we just bought it under your recommendation or your your request, actually. So Ron is elbow deep in this bag right now. There is now. Wait, I'm trying to remember this, the town that these come from. Uh, what is it called? Bad, uh, Berlin. Bad Ischl. Oh, in Bad Ischl, which is the home of the Summer Palace of the of the. Oh uh, right, yeah. yes. They. Make so there is a, a confectionery that may and they're called the Zonas and they make something called Zana Stolen. Oh, nice! And they only make it, they only make it in Bad Badishal. I have always wanted to try the Zana Stolen. Well, then we, it's right and here I before our eyes. I knew that Julius Meinl carried it. They're the only place that does. Are they the only ones in Vienna? Well, there's a there's one tiny little weird store that also has it, right? That's like a flower shop at the same time I, or something. Yeah, I think so. But you can't get it. No, no, it, you have to go to Badishal to get it. We'll have to take a picture, pick of this, and post it. You can't believe this. There's a quick little story. So, so yes, we, I was at the Comic Con. It was five thirty on Saturday evening, and, I, and Dickie was there sitting with me. And then all of a sudden, he looked on his phone. Julius Meinl closes at six, <gasps> so he gorgeous. got in a car, like home alone, his way to through the downtown area. Wow. The doors were closed and locked because it was six o'clock, oh but there were still goodness. people inside. So he went up to the woman at the door and he said, mein Bruder, mein Bruder ist 
there is inside. My brother's, my brother's inside. inside. What, what and, a scam artist. And convinced her to let him in <gasps> so that he could buy this. It was like 6'10", and you know, they're very punctual there. So right. like, the fact that he got his I, way. No, that is That was when the German came in handy. Unbelievably impressive. So you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, Dickie has German also? No, no, but he just, he knows a couple words. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So That is yeah. unbelievably <laughs> impressive. Total based on a lie. The, the fact main that we got this thing that, well, yeah, but this is sort of like, this is how people got out. You know, the pay, you, your papers, please. My brother's in there. I have to, you know. Oh, sure. For some reason, the Germans are very susceptible to a story. family relation. Yeah. But gorgeous. this is so gorgeous. You brought me, to, I can't believe it. A Robin, big and a little. Thank the you box so is a much. little weird because the TSA guy had to take we're it gonna, out and swab. Not gonna, that the actual food, should, but he swabbed should, the box. We should cut this and taste this. Which one? We're going to photograph it. Well, we, we, we should okay. move on with some All right, advice. we have to do our okay. Yes, yeah. anyway. So, right. I can't, I'm so moved by this. Thank you so much. It's gorgeous. It really is. I always wanted to try Zana Stoll and I'm dying. Hello, Rana, Brian, and special guest. That's you, Robin. Hi. (laughs) Myself and some friends just threw an amazing Thanksgiving party. We had 18 guests who all contributed with so many great dishes for a memorable Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, that's nice. We are lucky to have some friends who make their own amazing pies and desserts. All the guests wait for dessert because of these special pies. We also have some guests who showed up with nothing special supermarket pies and desserts. This was their offering to Thanksgiving dinner. No one asked for their store-bought pies, and not one person touched them. The whole thing was embarrassing. We put out an incredible, thoughtful dinner assembled by many friends. Then we had put out beautiful homemade pies next to plastic platters of sugary fake desserts. My question is how to deal with guests who show up with quote-unquote gifts that are bordering on insulting. Signed, insulted host. Well, you yeah. are a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say it, Brian. You had a very visceral reaction well, to this. I, Let's hear it. That is, first of all, that is not. I can't even believe the words are about to come out of my mouth. That is not what Thanksgiving's about. That it just isn't what it's about. No discrimination against anything, a dessert, anything. And by the way, why don't you just put it on a beautiful platter then if that's well, what you're worried about? that's my first question. Yeah. That is so mean. Well, and clearly, if you were insulted and you were embarrassed, they probably felt that. And then you made probably. your whole party of 18 people, a dozen and a half people uncomfortable on Thanksgiving, the day of comfort. Well, there is a, the day of comfort. There's a, <laughs> it's, I don't mean to yell. <laughs> There is a good reason they didn't put it on a nice plate. They wanted to shame these people. They wanted them to know. They wanted everyone at the party to know. I worked 18 hours on my pie. She worked five minutes on her pie while her husband kept the car running and ran in to buy the pie. And they wanted everyone to know, eat this pie and compliment this pie. And, do, and look at this. I'm serving it in a garbage bag. Yeah, and and then you if you slide it, we'll put the trash can next to the table, and if your elbow knocks it into the trash, that won't be a problem. Yeah, I think if you had specified when you invited people over that they should bring homemade something homemade, yeah. something then then I would understand have you being insulted, on. but you can't expect your guests to. To, to bring anything unless you're very specific. And if they bring anything, you know, you really should be thankful. Also, if you're throwing a party, you should really be handling, if you feel so intense about what's being served on the table, you should really make sure that you're in charge of all of that. Not to you mention know, your but, number one job as a host is to make people feel comfortable. That is like the, the premier responsibility. Well, a lot of people don't see it that way. Well, but, I mean, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. But this is a person who gets their glory from hosting. Yeah. So what they want is to be complimented. 
on right, what a beautiful right. job they've and done. And they probably did a beautiful job. I'm sure they did. But, but what, what are you, they left out, Lane? But what what they, are you, a junior league president? What they left out was the missing ingredient, <laughs> which you're talking about, which is when you have people over, you should feel that they've had a beautiful time at your home and that you have made them comfortable. Of course, set up whatever parameters you want. When Robin came in today, he said, shall I take my shoes off? Is this a shoes house? It's not a shoes house. Whatever. Robin, you're winning in whatever every category that I've yeah. I'm what? a listener. I am <laughs> taking these lessons episode by episode, internalizing what? them and applying them to my real life as what? every listener should be doing. What? <laughs> That's a wonderful point. Part of the propaganda machine. Absolutely. Well, once we get our Hitler website youth. going, that'll be, the, that'll be the opening Ronnie quote. Youth. He's the president of the Ronnie Youth Group. Sure. But... but, but Sweetheart, I am sorry, but the boys are correct here. You are the problem. You invited people to your home to have a nice time. If you didn't like the look of their pie, you had the option of also saying, we already have 10 pies. Would you care if I put this one in the fridge? Keep talking. I have to get a pl- I just have to see the middle of this. So just keep talking and I'll cut this open. Wow. It's going for the zoner stolen. But absolutely. I mean, this is a quick answer. You're not being a gracious host. You're just being a host. And... The number one thing you could do as a hostess is to try and make people feel comfortable. Just don't host next year or don't invite people. I don't know what to tell you. At every move seems... No, the answer is you have to take... Look, I bet you throw a beautiful party and your pies were gorgeous. You can either say to people next year, if everybody wants to bring a homemade treat, we'd love it. But at the end of the day, it really does not matter. People know a supermarket pie from a... You know what the real problem is? Sometimes the, the supermarket. The supermarket desserts better. Sometimes I like a sheet yeah. cake from oh, the I supermarket. Love a cheap yeah. sheet and cake. And you know what? You can't be you. You just can't be upset if somebody brings a stop oh, so, shop sheet cake and it's delicious. Oh, Two words: so Patty Labelle. Like absolutely, the, that stuff is What's good. Her? Sweet potato oh, she, pie. I don't know about it. Oh it's yeah, good. she sells it at Walmart, and it's a big deal every year. What do you think? Oh. Heaven. For me, it is. Yeah, it's really good. It's a taste. This is what I well, I love crunchy. Yeah. And I love praline. Is that what this is inside? Ooh, yum. I so. And it's gorgeous. Oh, it is beautiful. Oh, really it is gorgeous. All right, Rhonda, you want okay. to read the next question? I can't thank you enough, dear. Honestly, oh, of course. Stunning. Thank you, Dickie. Yes. That was, yeah. I know Dickie. He's I the know, real... my brother. My brother. My, my brother. <laughs> my brother. He's, <laughs> he's the real actor in the family. That's what it's we true. learned. Hello, Rhonda and Brian. Greetings from Massachusetts. My family and I live in Medford, the Metha, as they say. Metha. 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 Medford. But have lost, uh, have lots of family on the North Shore. Always hoping for a run-in with Rana or Brian, perhaps, on the Logan Express when he makes his brief weekly trips to Marblehead. Brian takes an UberX. He doesn't take the Logan Express as far as I know. Well, yeah, but that sounds great. Maybe I'll super try it. Super shuttle. It's the super shuttle. Oh. Anyway, my wife and I... And our two young daughters are planning a short trip to Las Vegas to visit some of my sister-in-law and her f- visit some of my sister-in-law and her five children over Martin Luther King weekend. I'm guessing they're Mormons. Why five, five <laughs> children in Las Vegas? Oh, okay, oh. that's my guess. Um, I want to take my wife out for one of the nights. We will be there as part of her Christmas present. Looking for your recommendations on places to eat, stay, and go to the spa. We are a couple of lesbians. So not Mormon. I wear, well, these oh, two Oh, the sister-in-law aunts. might be. Yeah. You're right. Oh, yeah. I, wear the river sand- <laughs> I, I wear the river sandals in this relationship. <laughs> Those in case, divas? In <laughs> case this in- impacts you, Rex. Thank you so much and hope you both ha- enjoyed a Thanksgiving on the vineyard. Love, Danielle. Actually, Danielle, only one of us enjoyed a Thanksgiving on the vineyard. I ended up not being able to go to the vineyard. 
And by not be able, he means canceling. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. Mm, yeah. um, I know this Danielle. This is Danielle from Salem, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, she said she's from Medford. Medford. So it's not uh, Danielle, different Danielle. In any event, okay. Do you go to Vegas ever? No. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm totally. <laughs> I am. I'm a one night and that's oh, it. I've only been once. Oh, you do good. Oh, of course I have answers to this. Uh, You've only been once? Only been once. And I stayed in the, the Mandarin, which is, everyone was like, now is a that's the place. Best yes. place to stay because it has no casino. That right. was like literally everyone yes. I said. They were like, you're in the best hotel. There's no casino. Right. So, right. so now is... previously I would have said stay at the Mandarin. That's oh. where I always stayed because they Now I will occasionally go. People know this I can't wait me. for this. Mr. Cleveland. Oh, this guy. Yeah. She dates someone and she doesn't give any more information than that Mr. right there. Cleveland. You know about Mr. Oh, Cleveland, course, don't yeah. you? Of course. You know, he makes the, the uh, fabric on the movie theater seats and right. a few other things. Mm-hmm. But he's done very well. Sounds mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. Mr. Cleveland, occasionally, I will have to accompany him to something he would like to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually rewarded pretty generously with a shopping trip at the end of it. Wow. Just huh? FYI. Well, what? something for him, something for me. Sure, yeah. Mr. Keeping Cleveland likes to go to fight night. Oof. What the? What, he like, likes like to go UFC? to a, a box. No, oh my, UFC, absolutely not. He Dog likes to fighting? go to a boxing match. Oh, okay. There's a Cinco de Mayo match that they have, and then there's a Dia de los Muertos one they do around uh, around Halloween. Ha- uh, Halloween. We haven't been in a couple of years because I really got to the point with it where, well, I was a very reluctant boxing spectator, but when the matchup is good, I don't mind a fight. Okay. I'll just be honest with you. What I don't like is the undercard. He likes the undercard where you go early, you watch all the fights. What I don't like about that is it's usually a fix. And they're they're mismatched. And Mm. what I don't like is to have some guy getting pummeled. But when you see two guys that are well-matched... Just when I think I have her figured out. (laughs) It is a sort of fascinating Greco-Roman spectacle. Wow! Uh Uh-huh. There's a lot... Look, Norman Mailer, George Plimpton. There's a lot of wonderful writers who were big boxing fans. Sure. Uh, I mean, of course, this... Sylvester Stallone. We don't have to get into toxic... (laughs) So that's he's often there. Pierce Brosnan sat in front of us the last time. Oh, that's great. I was disappointed he had better seats, but Mr. Cleveland didn't spring. So there we are. But he often, no, he often also gets them through his business because I think he did the seats at the MGM or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. I don't pay too much attention. So, Rana, where would you stay? In any event, we used to stay at the Mandarin. Now it's a Waldorf. Have you been since then? No, but I've been to the Waldorf in Beverly Hills. And? And I wasn't crazy about it. I, they uh, have a wonderful rooftop restaurant by the bar. You can go up uh, by the pool. You can have, go have a Hollywood salad there, and there's a good view. But the re, the hotel itself is very, feels very Vegas, is very overdone, mm-hmm. and the spa was not terrific. I um, would okay. Uh, there's only one place I've been that I really loved in Vegas. Was it the Win? No, it was the it was the Venetian. Oh, because they have the that spa there. Um, they have a Canyon Ranch. Canyon Ranch. Yes. That's it. Which is, the which is I, you might know the better spa, though. To me, the better spa in Vegas is at the Wynn. Okay. The Wynn has a sort of, uh, Wynn's, Wynn's ex-wife, whatever her name was, um, Elaine, I believe. I can't remember. 
Um, but anyway, she did all, did all the decorating. So, and I think it's safe to stay at the win again because he was like in the Me Too thing, but I think he was event- he was kicked off the board. Oh, it's not just Me Too. I mean, he's a, absolute, a monster. Yeah, he, but I think he was. I think they finally kicked him Trump off the board. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So I probably wouldn't stay. I mean, look, here's the deal with Vegas. There isn't a pre- the that's Vene- true. The Venetian is owned by Sheldon Adelson. There isn't a hotel you can stay at that owns, that's owned by a nice guy in Las Vegas. It's now, a mob city. And also, yeah. I would so you say stay where you stay, and you stay where you can afford and where you get a good deal. I've never felt that it's either. It's also a very gay friendly city. I've never felt that. I've never felt that it's like you just don't really hear about gay clubs there. No, but I think you could become. It's a resort city. You, you'll be comfortable at any number oh, yeah, of hotels. Yeah. I would never stay at New York, New York. It's too loud. Yeah. I would never, you know, I would stay at the Venetian, mm-hmm. which is fabulous because they also have a Bouchon there, which is absolutely oh, gorgeous. Oh. And in fact, if you wanted to do it as a brunch instead of a dinner, Bouchon is the perfect place to have. You should have brunch at Bouchon anyway. Yeah, they closed the one here. They closed the one in where? Where you live in Los Angeles? I'm so sorry, in Beverly Hills. Yes, yeah, Thomas closed, Keller. They closed that one because they didn't have one in Boston, but there's a Pisse in New York. Pisse? Pisse. Oh. And it has a Bouchon bakery attached to it, I believe. Okay. But there's a Bouchon at the Venetian that's gorgeous. You go up, it's, it's inside of the. Uh, Higher end Venetian. Category. Oh right, I the, forget what um, that's called. Not the Encore. No, no, the Encore. That's the win. It's oh, the right. Venetian, and then and then Palazzo. the Palazzo. Yes. So upstairs at the Palazzo is where, and, and it's actually it's incredibly quiet and private, and the light streams in beautifully, and it's a beautiful Parisian cafe. Yeah. So have brunch there for sure. I probably wouldn't do dinner there because it wouldn't be as special. Mm-hmm. The spa you want to go to is the Win. She has decorated the whole spa. The rug is $200,000. You know, it's all that nonsense. But it feels very Moroccan, and there is this oddly ceremonial thing when they lead you to the room. It's enormous. It's probably 20,000 square feet, the spa. The lights are down. It's very quiet. And they lead you almost like in a ceremonial procession to your room. It's, you know, 100 feet to your room sort of thing, or 100 yards. It's like going across a football field. It's very, very, uh, a really moody fun thing to do. Cool. Amazing. So that's the spa I would definitely go to is the win. And then for dinner, there are so many good restaurants in Vegas. You're going to have to take a look at your price point and, and the kind of food that you love. But if you're interested in a sort of, I haven't been yet, but I've been to the one in New York and the food is fabulous. They now have a nomad at the MGM. And they also have a Nomad Hotel. Right. And so the Nomad Restaurant is there. So if you want that sort of dark European feeling, then I would go there. If you want something a little more fun, Jose Andres has a restaurant, a Spanish restaurant there, which the food is also marvelous. And they give you a grilled cheese puff that turns into a, you know, it's a little bit more molecular gastronomy, but still not stuffy. Yeah. And, say, and if you're a steak person. Well, she also mentioned she's traveling with uh, her two young children as well. So maybe oh, are the, they coming maybe, to dinner? Well, I don't know. I oh. mean, well, oh, yeah. wait, but they're with family. So My the kids God. can stay with for the other a, kids. If you're, you're right. taking you're her right. out for Christmas, is that part of it? Oh, did I miss that? No, MLK. Yes. They're going for MLK. If you're staying with kids, the other thing you could do is you could stay at Mandalay Bay because they have that aquarium inside. And, it, and the pool is very kid-friendly. And Mandalay in the Mandalay, they, I know that I've never stayed seasons. there. They have a Four Seasons. I don't know yeah. anything about it's it, It's okay. Okay. It's not great. So maybe just the Mandalay. It's quieter than the Mandalay, of course, but it's not, you know, people talk about the Four Seasons, but it sort of needs a redo, unless it's been redecorated in the last bit. I have to say, I learned a lot there. 
I know nothing about Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. What about I, you? What was your experience there? Uh, it, well, I was doing a press junket for Gotham. So it was, it was work and it yeah. was really just, it was one night in and out. Yeah. I didn't even see any shows. I, you know, and I was, I spent like the night I was finished early and I just walked around and I was I'm like, well, that's the enough. people watching there is <laughs> unreal. No, I don't care for Las Vegas. And it was like in the death of summer. But there so is like, a no. terrific, uh, shopping mall across from the, uh, What's now the Waldorf? There's a terrific shopping, lit- literally right across the Skyway there. It's and not that like fashion, whatever. It, I can't remember what yeah. those shops are called. But they're not attached s- to anything. They have wonderful stores. Just to say, I mean, I know you're a very busy woman, but and this is obviously a huge hit. I, you know, huge. just amazing review in Vulture, which is so exciting. Very nice. Oh, uh, forgot, Robin. We forgot to mention it. So we meant to mention and our so Vulture spot review. On. We're uh, so excited about it. We love Vulture. But mm-hmm. after your amazing recommendations for Vienna, have you considered a travel? podcast because you're like the you female Rick Steves. You, you're so good at this. I couldn't agree more. But you're more. also like you. You really delve into like the the food and the and the and the luxury of it all, which what? it's a little I mean, it's a little elevated. I'm gonna move in with this guy. No <laughs> kidding, Rob. I think kidding? I'm out of a job. Robin, I told you I'm a fan. I am a hundred percent behind that idea. Brian, yes. is, I think Brian and I should do a travel podcast together. Yes, where we talk about what we love. Yeah, and then also he talks about the places that he goes after I go to bed we went to budapest so that so that there would be plenty of information for you and all of your friends yes yes, yes, yes. So not I, just I, my recommendations but then brian brings a hipper younger yeah slightly more homosexual sexier. To it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know about sexier that would be sex, useful sex fueled all right he can tell you where to he can tell you where to get a, a good blowjob oh i was gonna say <laughs> a good a good well that everyone knows the concierge can tell you where to get that. That's but, true. But uh, or the concierge will give you one himself, maybe. Yeah. But uh, in Eastern European cities, everybody has a price. But what I was gonna say is he could tell you where to get a Ziploc bag for your iPad. Also, I would say if you if this sounds fun to you, <laughs> weed is now legal in Vegas. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh wow. They have a medman. Just there do now. us a favor. Don't walk around with a yacht of margarita. That's all I ask. No. Is that Horrible. the big, oh, yes. the big plastic huge, thing? Yeah. Oh, There's boy. no yeah. worse. In the heat. And don't Ooh. go just don't go outside. I, you the, know what? If you stay in a good Vegas, place, you don't need to. The key and in Vegas is to try to put yourself, I think this is what you're saying, to put yourself in the nicest possible surroundings. Yes, because the rest so is that a you slap can enjoy in the face. that as much as you can. Yeah. But yeah, Vegas is not my city. But there are ways to enjoy it. Okay, All right. what's our next question here? Hello, Rana, Brian, and guest. That's you, Robin. Oh, oh do you want to read this one or would you like me? Oh, you oh, want to read, read okay, this one. Okay, great. Because I've read this one I'm and Rana have, doesn't know anything about this Take the opportunity to have another bite of my Zaunishto one. It's incredible. And you have some time because this was long, but it is it is full of twists and turns, and I'm the only one who's read it. I'm writing a clarification on something that happened to me, my partner. I just realized what this is. I'm sorry. You no, know, it's okay. My favorite chocolate. Russell Stover. From when I was a child. My father used to travel in Europe quite a bit. Okay. And that's how I learned, learned to love European chocolate before I ever even went there. Yeah. It was called, it was by Cote d'Or, which is a Belgian brand. And they made something called the Elephant. Okay. Which we don't have to get into Belgian, Belgium's uh, Congolese history. But in yeah, any sure. event, uh, yeah. it was a praline in the very similar shape of the Zahnestolen, covered in milk chocolate. And it is almost the exact shape, almost the exact ratio, almost the exact taste, except this one has the crunch. Robin, Ooh. I have to say, yeah. you came in swinging. <laughs> Like home run tens across the board. Well, you know, I, all right. Let's I know start. What she likes. But now I just had the rat tattooing moment, 
At I, the end, I saw it in your at eyes. The, at the end, you when got misty eyed. It was really when you saw your drop, father. You when saw when the teardrop comes down his face. That's the moment I just had the sound of stone. I could listen to Jenny Garofalo do a French accent for the rest of my life. <laughs> Hello, Rana, Brian, and guest. I'm writing to get clarification on something that happened to me and my partner, and to see if our response to a bizarre situation was appropriate. Oh. For Thanksgiving this year, my partner's family rented a house for everyone in a very small beach town. My partner and I like to sneak up to this charming town in the summers and thought we'd simplify our traveling and stay somewhere else one night on our own, uh, on our own, the night before everyone got to town. We struggled to find dog-friendly accommodations on a holiday. Luckily, we were able to reserve a lovely carriage house. Like the one we're in right now? Oh my goodness. This is where things go off the rails. When we got to the property around 7 p.m., no one was home. I called the owner's cell phone number he'd given me, and it went to voicemail. Being that it was dinner time the night before Thanksgiving, I assumed he was out with friends. I walked back to the carriage house, and the door was unlocked. The heat was on. The bed was bare, but pillows and sheets were stacked neatly on the footbench. I went back out to the car and let my partner know that it seemed like the room was half finished, but maybe that's just how this single guy ran his rental. As we were unloading the car, a neighbor walked over and asked if we knew the owner. We said no. We were just renting his carriage house for the night. That's when the neighbor let us know that the owner had died suddenly that morning. Oh, my God. (laughs) Went on to say we should still stay in the carriage house anyway and gave us several recommendations for dinner. (laughs) We were shocked and not sure what to do. On the one hand, it was freezing, and we were three hours away from home and another several hours away from my partner's parents' home. We had our dog and knew we weren't going to to be able to find another place to stay in town that evening. On the other hand, it felt incredibly inappropriate to stay there. We had some back and forth and decided to stay <laughs> in the carriage house. <laughs> we went to dinner and were in bed early. We oh, got up very early the next oh morning my God. to grab coffee and pack up. And who was there but While the While we were walking relatives. our dog, we bumped into the neighbor from the night before. We chatted about the place we'd gone to dinner on his recommendation, and we felt a little better about our decision to stay. However, when we were packing up, a different neighbor came by. He seemed agitated that we were there and gave us the number of one of the owner's friends to call regarding our checkout. We felt terrible. He seemed really distraught. (laughs) I stripped the bed, put things back how I found them, and texted the friend on our way out the driveway. The friend and I had some back and forth. I extended sympathies for his loss. And thanks for the warm place to stay. And he seemed generally unfazed by the fact that we'd stayed there. My partner and I keep discussing it. We're still not sure it was appropriate to stay there. Please weigh in. What would you have done? Many thanks, Katie. Wow. I Whoa. I, I mean. Yeah. Well, this is actually a true dilemma. Is it? Well, Brian absolutely, no question Brian would have stayed. No question in my mind Brian would have stayed. You know. Unless your, your base instinct kicked in that you'd be afraid it was a crime scene and you were going to be I think implicated that, I in think some way. I, I'm constantly afraid that I will be framed for murder. I'm yes. not even kidding. Yes. I'm constantly. Oh, well, I know. My biggest fear is going you're to jail, even though I would never do anything to go to jail. You're angry and you're I know exactly you're that fear. Mistaken identity. I can't identity. watch Orange is the New Black because I feel like I'm going to end up there. Totally. No. Yeah. No question. No so I, I actually think you're right, Rana, that at the beginning Sophia. I'd be like, I'm exhausted. There's absolutely no way I could get in this car, whatever. But at the end of the day, I'd be like, no, they're going to think I killed him. Yes. So yeah. Wow. That would be my first concern. Is I would say, no, I'm not getting involved in any of this. Yeah. Well, you, you had touched on it earlier. Like, I'd be concerned that relatives are going to come through and, you know, like, uh, yeah, it, it, oh boy. Yeah. I mean, I, it is, th- I mean, these people have a lot of nerve. I'm trying to see how many children they have or if it was just the dog. No, just the dog. They see, like, they see, the- to me, it sounds like the opening of a horror movie. Like, well, what are we going to do? Let's just stay. It really does. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's write it. I mean, <laughs> I <know. laughs> like, one of the things that I can't, 
be in this world, this will come as no surprise to anyone, is misunderstanding. Mm. The idea that somebody could think that drives me crazy. Hear only the last part of a sentence or, or or no, when you watch a TV show and, oh, so these people ended up staying and then somebody thought they were these people and then there was a murder and now it's there. Now we got to unravel this, you know, that whatever started with good intentions and then went another way. Mm -hmm. And that drives me nuts. Sure. Slamming doors in one bed. Noises off is what you're describing. The noise is off. It's kind of fun, yeah. but but mostly just because it's written so yes. it's, it's such a fun experience. Yeah, but uh, but anything short of the noise is off version of noise is off. Yeah, I want to take a spray the stage with machine gun fire. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Rana! Wow. Now, gonna, now we know where you stand on now, the Second Amendment. <laughs> BB gunfire, BB oh, gunfire. Okay, better. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that, but in <laughs> a, in any in any event, I don't like it. Yeah, and I would immediately think I don't need to get involved in this. I don't know. How, there aren't any details to me about how this person died. What? Why would you want to be there when the yeah, police show? That's up? what I can't get over. But I do understand that they're saying that. They're exhausted. They're Nowhere exhausted. else well, to stay. Well, it was pre-dinner. Would you stay in a car overstaying? If you had to sleep in a car mm. or stay in someone who had just been killed's house, or not killed, died, <laughs> that morning. So now it's right, a murder. Of natural causes. <laughs> what would you do? Would you rather sleep in your car or sleep in a, the home of someone who had I died just, that day? There's something, the actual issue the to me. The dog complicates things. I know. Yeah, the dog yeah. is the problem. But the thing, the actual issue to me, but where were they having the Thanksgiving the next day? Uh, yeah, in that well, town, they, they were just staying somewhere else, right? Well, they said they were several hours away from the his, parents, the, the partner's family. Yes, yeah. and that they were staying. Yes, but this was pre-dinner because oh, yeah. they were given the instructions by the neighbor You're right. of where to eat dinner. So they could have gotten right in their car and driven to where the family was. You must have been some kind of tired. And, no, they weren't tired. They yeah. had a night planned, and it was Thanksgiving, and they didn't want to go yet to be with the rest of the family. God, you know what? I would maybe take a murder house, death house, over, over an, an extra, extra night day with, with your the family. family. <laughs> well, that is well, that is the choice that they made. Yeah, now I'm understanding but it. But to me, the real issue is almost not any of these things that we have discussed. The instinct that kicks in for me or the feeling that kicks in for me when I hear this story is the idea that you're trespassing on someone else's intimate life. What I mean by that is it's one thing when someone invites you into their home, even if you've organized to stay there and paid for it or whatever, and they say, this is where the towels are, and this is where the sheets are, and this is the place. But for no one to sort of let you pass that threshold, and then there's someone, I mean, a dead body in the house next door. I, I, I want, it all just feels like a violation of the privacy of a dead person to I, me. You're right. And that is the part that actually doesn't quite. It was that morning. Come together. That for morning, me. the person died. I mean, their dead body isn't in the house. I mean, no, we're assuming no. that it's in yeah, but the, the morgue. I mean, but yeah, it's just it's, happened. It just happened. There was an event. An event had taken place. Yeah. I, how do, I wonder how they slept that night. Get a Ouija board. Oh, these two, <laughs> like kings. <laughs> Passed out. They slept beautifully. The dog I was can frothing at the you. mouth. The dog was going, going out of crazy. his mind. They know. <laughs> These three slept beautifully. That, yeah. yeah. But I think I think the answer is you, ha- you, you could have gone to your family. 
But I mean, I'm not judge. I'm not judging the choice. No, it, it is. I mean, listen. That it, there's. That's a fun letter. They that sound very con- like conscientious. What would you have done, Rob? Uh, I would have gone. I would have gone elsewhere, probably. Yeah. Um, but again, traveling with an animal, I understand you. <laughs> like honestly, like uh, that. I find nothing more stressful than traveling with an animal. Yeah. yeah. And so like finding a place where the animal can sleep and like, you know, I can see how that would be scary and they already yeah. had it lined up. Yeah. And, you know, like, you're right. It, I don't know. It what was pre-dinner. It, but it's, yeah. it is difficult to find dog friendly places. It is. There was a dog friendly place several hours away where they were planning on spending the next four days. You're right. They just didn't want to go early. I don't blame them. Yep. They had a little getaway in a carriage house like planned. What you said, Brian, like there might be some family things where they really wanted a night. Preferred. They look, like, they, it's very tricky because I'm giving advice out of two sides of my mouth. Cause the other thing I always say is when you're going to see your family, especially if you're with a partner, I always like to make something a staycation or a little mini break so that I would always stay at a hotel instead of staying in the home of, unless of course, I mean, yeah, if it's a beautiful mm-hmm. home and you're going to be comfortable, et cetera, et cetera. But it, what if you have tension with your family? One of the things I always recommend is stay at a hotel because at the end of the night, you have a wonderful time, but tensions to people have had a lot to drink and tensions are running or whatever it is, and you just go home. And then everybody resets the next morning and you bring a, a croissant or a cup of coffee and everybody likes you again, yeah. even if you had a huge fight the next yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm. this is exactly what they've done. They turned it into a little break where they stay, They rented a beautiful carriage Good house intentions. in a cute little town and they wanted their experience. But they got I one. Think, I think that, though they got a story that's You got an unforgettable story. story. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Okay. This is, is this our last question? I think it is. We have one more after this. Oh, okay. So this is our second to last. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. It's going so fast. I, I know. I was, I, know. I was getting sad. <laughs> Dear Rana and Brian, spelled wrong. By it the always way. is. Come on, it, Literally nine times out of ten. Well, why should it be? It's on the artwork. I'm so used to it. You're right. Thanks, Rana. That's right. I'm having a problem with my husband concerning kids at our New Year's Eve party this year. We have a ranch in my family that is about two and a half hours away from where we live. Fabulous. In the last couple of years, we have hosted friends up there for weekend getaways. For the first time, we have reserved it for New Year's and would like to invite some people up to join us. We have a core group of friends in our city, of which some I have known for most of my life. These people are like family to me. I thought since we are all so close that these would be the people we would invite up to uh, the ranch for New Year's Eve. The problem is that some of these friends have kids and they would also need to come. I am totally fine with this. New Year's is a notoriously hard night to get a sitter. We are all 40 and up. We're not going to do anything too wild, and the kids can just go to bed when they get tired. My husband strongly disagrees. (laughs) Sidebar. My husband and I are expecting our first child in the spring, and he thinks we have to relish this last kidless New Year's Eve. He keeps saying, no kids at our New Year's Eve party. No way. It just seems ridiculous to me. And I know that if we say no kids, that these friends will not be able to come. Getting a babysitter to stay overnight with them back in our city doesn't seem to be an option. I did test the waters with one of my friends, and she said she didn't think they could get anyone to spend the night with their kids. My husband thinks we should invite other couples without kids and tell our friends with kids that they have invited, but no kids allowed. I feel bad doing this because these aren't, quote, my people, and I feel like I am turning on them by giving an impossible invite. Ugh. I hate being put in situations like this. What should I do? Love you both so much, and I am so thankful for your podcast. Much love, 
Liz. This is why I hate New Year's Eve is that there's so yeah. much like pressure, pressure and like it has to be the perfect night. Yeah. And it's never fun for that reason. Yeah. And I feel, yeah, like that's probably why the husband is so intense about it because he wants it's New Year's the Eve. Last it's New Year's the last Eve bef- one before and, being a dad. Yeah, he's right. putting totally. a lot of pressure on the event. Yeah. I yeah. think you're right. I think it's just he's, he's overhyping it. I don't know. I feel like you can all you can also just be rude to children. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if they come I was, suge- I was telling everyone how I throw children out of my house early. I, I honestly, the kids won't want to be around you if you don't want to be around them. I feel like the husband could just make it clear. Like if someone comes up to him and starts saying, that, you'd be like, no, thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the issue is how he would interact with the child if it was around. But I'm just him. saying he, that he could avoid the children. He could just tune it out. He wants a no kids New Year's. Yeah. Is what he's saying. And she's saying, I just want to be with the people we love in a place I love to be. And the kids are going to go to bed anyway. And we can hang out for a few hours after that. Now I'm turning. Because he has the rest of his life to spend New Year's with kids. Now I'm on his side. Really? Maybe. Why can't he and his wife just like have like their own personal New Year's like the weekend after in January? That's a great like, idea. Where, or and then or And make it another like with the friends without kids. I don't know. I, yeah. I just feel like... Why does it have to be that weekend that like that, that it has to be so special? Well, because they've rented the house. They, a, they've got the oh, house for yeah, this weekend at the right, ranch. Yeah, it's right. a getaway. Yeah. I mean, look, there's two ways to look at this. One is if you invite people. I mean, either you're having a kid's weekend or you're not having a kid's weekend. If you invite people with kids, everything becomes about the kids. It just does. Yeah. Because they need attention and they need to be dealt with. And, and by the way, on, in a sprawling place like a ranch, that's a good setup. If you're going to have, and in fact, it might not be the worst thing for him to see a preview of what that looks like for their life going forward. But, I mean, it, this, is a t- this is a tough one. Because even if he is, it does sound to me like he's being a bit impossible and putting too much pressure on New Year and who cares and blah, blah, blah. But if it really is the last New Year before they have a baby and they know that they have this baby coming... And it's really that important to him. I don't know. I mean, I'm very, I have to say I'm very torn. My personal opinion would probably be, who do you want to be around? I, I wouldn't want to invite just a bunch of strangers just to fill the house or people that you don't like as much just because they don't have kids. Right. Uh, who are the people that you really want to spend those couple of days with? And if you can do that and if you can manage that, then that's terrific. And if they bring their kids, the kids go to bed at seven o'clock or whatever. But the only problem with adults, with grownups, is that when their kids go to bed, they usually have two glasses of wine and then they go to bed an hour later. Everyone's going to be in bed by 930 at this house. That's true. Even, Which, even by the way, it sounds lovely. Yeah. <laughs> right. and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. And you make the you make the weekend about something else, which is we're cooking or we're thising or we're thating. But the real deal here is either it's a kid's weekend or it's not a kid's also, weekend. Also, and I, I, I do think that this is especially a hard spot because like, yeah, who can get a sitter on New well, Year's Well, no, there's Eve? no sitter. The yeah. is not enough. That's not a thing anyway. Yeah. No one's leaving their children, their small children overnight with a sitter. They yeah. would leave them with their family or with maybe a very trusted nanny or something like that. That's but what I was it's thinking, New Year's like, Eve. People are busy. What if there was a way to bring a nanny with, like obviously pay them to come with. My family would do this. Like we would travel with family friends and everyone would have kids and they would always bring someone. Like a babysitter. Yeah. Who yeah. They would bring them on the trip like to wherever we would go to the Caribbean or whatever. And just all and that, chip in for it. And that person would take, would deal with the kids while the grownups went and had their kiki and their thing and all of that. I mean, yeah. Kiki. I understand. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a, Ron, it's, it's a term. It's a queer slang. <laughs> what does it mean? Let's have a kiki. Like, let's, uh, like a salon. Let's have a, yeah. Yeah. A kibitz? Yeah. A sort kibitz. of, yeah. 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 I think it's, it's more a little than more, a kibitz. Well, well yeah, it's it like is. a fun, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a little more wild. Where does it end up? It's just sort of like come over, we'll, we'll do a little this, a little of that, we'll wink, we'll twirl. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll say shitty things about people. We'll work it. Yes, we'll work it. Yeah, we'll and where does it end it. up? The kiki. It depends. For does me, it go crazy sometimes? Uh, I depends yeah, on it can. The, the group you're yeah. in. It's a hang. I would say nine times out of ten, there it's it not for wild. me. There's there people empty their pockets with different kinds. When of When you're to hanging take. out with George and Jeffrey and. Uh, Who's George? G. Charles. G. Charles. Oh, sure. And oh. Jeffrey. Yes. Yes. George. Jordan and G. Charles, I can find it. It ends and musically. Called them George. It ends musically. Is that it a kinky? Ends, yes, it ends okay. with. Exactly. Okay. And it usually ends now in a big I, musical number. Now I understand. Mm-hmm. It ends yeah. with a big musical number. Well, that's a terrific idea. I so don't that think, is. I mean, it is New Year's, so that might be too difficult. And I don't know. And if again, he'll I don't do know that. if he wants the full weekend with no kids or if he can just handle like he the one night. He doesn't want any kids around this guy. I don't blame him. I can't blame him. Yeah. I mean, look. You know, I've flipped and flopped on this, but I actually, and I know that that it sounds like he can be a little, this guy can be a little persnickety and he wants his way, but probably you should give him his last, it seems like you're already in the nesting mode where you want to get in, you're trying to get into the mood of what's it going to be like to be a family and Mm -hmm. let's see what that's like and isn't it fun that we get to finally hang out with these people in this way because we also have a kid on the way. You should just reserve New Year for next year. You should reserve the uh, the ranch now for next year, and that should be the kids' party. Yeah. I would also say, but I don't want to really spend the wanted... weekend with people. I don't want to spend the weekend with. I don't know who the backup crew is. I agree. Right. I wouldn't even no. do it at all if it's the backup. And crew. I would, I would right. say, if you really want to get your way, if you really want to get your way, you look your husband dead in the eyes and you say, "I've got a pair of brick shoes in that closet, and I'm going to put them on and walk right off the Santa Monica Pier if you don't listen to me." <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think you can always do that. Are we keeping a list of these? <laughs> Last week he said to drink Clorox. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it would work. You do make a good point, which is how far do you want to push this? Yeah. And if you want to push it, if you, if this you really want your way, then then push it. Yeah, by the way, them. totally. You're the one you, you say, will you're you will pregnant. love like, you will love If you that there really kids. want your way, what you say to him is this is my last new year. Oh, exactly. yeah. I'm not going to be You're the mother. one doing all the work. Exactly. This She's is the, one the last the time I'm not going to have my Rana, hands I think you full. nailed it. And this is what I want. That's and your if right. if you would say to me what I couldn't have when I'm about to give my whole life up for this creature. Yep. How dare and you? And by the way, if those kids are taking his last name, he has no say in the first name. That's my <laughs> philosophy. But I think you might enjoy one last tipple. Without any children around. All right, here's I would our last love question. to read this one. Oh, you would have great. Yeah, yeah, man. do it. Of course. Okay. Dear Rana and Brian, this fall has been huge for me. I made my public debut with the launch of a highly anticipated streaming service, and I'm slightly embarrassed to say that I'm everywhere right now. I'm in multiple memes. Uh, in like it's a movie yeah. I'm in multiple memes I'm getting name dropped on the late night TV shows and there was even a Hamilton parody song about me that went viral Robin might have a, a little insight on this mm. let me be clear I'm not complaining about any of this it's exciting and all I've ever wanted out of my career my question is this I'm still very young well I feel young and pretty green no pun intended, when it comes to the industry. How should a person or creature 
in my position handle all this newfound fame? <laughs> How do I avoid the pitfalls that have destroyed the careers and lives of so many young performers mm. before me? And lastly, what should I look for in future projects? Given my look, getting typecast is something my team and I are concerned <laughs> about. I remember when Lupita burst on the scene, she enjoyed herself for a bit and then went right back to the theater to do the work. Is that something I should consider? It's all so wonderful, and I really appreciate any advice you both could offer up. May the force be with you, small and green in Hollywood. God bless. Yeah. This guy's wow. everywhere. What a year. Everywhere. What a year. That's Goodness a lot gracious. of pressure. Well, that's a lot of memes. It's very exciting. But Who it's has like, had a year like this since the, I mean, this you, is. You might be right. This is the biggest child star to burst onto the scene since like. E- since like. E.T. maybe. E-T. Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah. yeah. Truly. <laughs> this guy's huge. I would say for any child star, the number one thing you He's should 50. want. He is 50. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. his lifespan's different. It's different. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. different. I would say, I mean, Methuselah was 900. True. And that's the end of that. I mean, he's dead. But the point is this. I think any child star's first order of business, because I've been on sets, I'm sure you've both been on sets mm-hmm. with children. Keep your they hands to yourself. do not get educated. Yes. I have seen the people who pretend to, and it doesn't happen. Get educated. I know you're brilliant already, but stay educated. And if it does mean doing theater and doing a Jodie Foster, maybe taking a break, going to school, you should absolutely take care of your brain. If you can't get into Yale, no one can. No. He's here. Someone's, oh my God, it's (laughs) Baby Yoda at the door. He thinks the advice is so clairvoyant. Is it Baby Yoda? Oh, no, it's not. Okay. Uh, this, I mean, Robin, what do you think? I think because I, this is you live in this world. That's totally. true. I, okay, I would. I mean, say, you are so you are uniquely qualified to answer this question. I, and and also because of Gotham, I did work with kids, and yeah. actually they, they did. against the the norm, they actually turned out really amazingly. Oh, but good. I think that's because they 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 kept lives in the real world when we weren't filming. So I would say to this person, like, yeah. you know, fill your hiatus with real experiences, with if it's an acting class, if it's more schooling, more training, just to yeah. surround yourselves with people who are more, you know, in, in outside of Hollywood, yeah. if, if that's possible. Yeah. Um, I think that's really helpful. I think um, he really wants to know what to do with his career. The, I don't think the career, this kid's yeah. worried too much about What's going on outside of its life? I think that you're he wants just, to know how to make it last. This is all anyone wants. All anyone lifestyle wants brand. Drew Barrymore. A, all anyone ah, wants is flower, a, flower sheets. Flower. Maybe you know what? Maybe because I have. I hate to tell you, it, it, this is it for you. Yeah. I mean, I don't think one you're ever going to play day. anything else. <laughs> I, I just think it's. I just don't think we've come that far yet. You know, it's, well, I mean, I can definitely so, see this person on the comic con circuit as well. So there's oh, a yeah. whole. I mean, oh, you'll this never run never out of money. Be poor. You'll never I run would, out of money. No, but I would say make sure you get you push your quote as far as Absolutely. you can push it Absolutely. right now. Right. Absolutely. Get every dollar they'll give you, and when they push back, you push back again. Because I'm not psychic. You're the only but one. But as of you these. get older, well, we thought, you're not going to get well, paid. Well, we as actually much. thought there was only one. It turns out there's two. So I guess there's two. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So I'm not watching. Maybe this is a whole planet of them. I have no idea. We just haven't gotten yeah. to that exosphere right. just yet. Right. But you, you take every dollar they'll give you. 
because yeah. you cantalabria. This is it's a, just this is about a three year stretch I see for you right now. That's about it. Yeah. But also look at uh, uh, look at uh, um, uh, Harry Potter. Uh, sorry, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. He again, someone Great who example. really studied, really put yeah. himself into like yes, the craft. But he'll never focused, ever yes. make money like he made when he was Harry doesn't need Potter. to, yeah. and the, I bet he's happier for it. But I, that sure. is a great example. Look at the Harry Potter kids and the way that they live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lives. you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my statement back. Maybe it was just on two instances that I was like, are these kids? Learning? Oh no, I don't think most of them are learning anything. All right. But those kids were doing movies too. They weren't doing two, doing TVs. So You're they right. I mean, right. of course, it would take ha- half the year to do the TV show. Yeah. But I mean, to do the movie. But they would then have sort of several years in between where they went back to school and and also they much like you know our little green friend. They were locked into a certain role. They could really only be that thing, right? While it existed, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so you better fucking. So get they paid. couldn't really work the rest of the time anyway. Right. Much, right? Nobody wanted to see them as anything else. Right. Well, best of luck in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, and Robin. <laughs> Hi, where are you, Robin? Lord Taylor, everywhere on the socials. Uh, yes, on the socials. Yes, great. Totally. And we can look for you and you coming December twenty sixth. Oh, December twenty sixth on Netflix. Yeah, everyone can't wait. It's um, like it's one of those shows that is gotten a really like culty vibe like people are all in I know, on the you're show going from it, one cult hit to another yeah crazy. and this show happens to be even darker than gotham is yeah but you you can't tell us much but you're not playing a villain in this one no it's a well this is a huge departure from anything How that fun. i did it's so and it's How exactly wonderful. what it came right after right off gotham i think it was two months after we wrapped gotham that's fabulous and I, it was all i wanted i just wanted something where i didn't where it was just different, you know, yeah. playing someone. And you, you know, were ready. To, you were happy and, to work immediately. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I was dying to. You know yeah. what? I hate to say this. Maybe if Baby Yoda changed his hair color, that hair might color. De- his hair color is gray. Yeah, so dye it. It's one of my complaints about him, actually. <laughs> Only because is Robin went, little, from, they're, they're went little, from dark hair to very light to hair, and but he's you know, out of typecast. But I don't know if you know this, but I am crazy about Baby Yoda. Uh, that's great. The Lana. show, the show is a little hit or miss for me. <laughs> but you like uh, him. I enjoyed the first sort of two and a half, and now I think the Mandalorian is the the worst Mandalorian that ever. I mean, everybody always has to get him out of a scrape. You know, he's not he's not yeah. terribly good at his job. And then this last one that I saw, I'm a little behind, but the last one I saw, they it has nothing to do with anything. And I realized at that moment, we're never going to know anything more about the story. I thought we had a long, a long play going with the Werner Herzog situation, mm-hmm. but we really don't. Mm-hmm. There's a beacon here and a beacon there, but that's about what it's going to be. We're not going to learn much more about Baby Yoda. But when he first came on the screen, you were in love. I gasped. And I squeezed the arm of the person I was watching. Who was the person you were That's with? That's not none of you concerned, oh. but I can tell you it wasn't Mr. Cleveland. Oh, wow. yeah, Jordan. Oh. No. Have you met Jordan? I, I have not. I but think the three I, of us should hang out sometime. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Dick, if you're ever in New York. You know what? I'll make yeah. a reservation for the four of us. That's you know, and wonderful. I think we have oh, friends no, in common I mean, I would just Jordan. be fun for us to I think that sounds great. Pal I'd around. love just, to do. I'd love you know, to take boys in the band style and just, you know what I mean? We'll all go see a show and then we'll go to the Russian Tea Room. I love it. Fabulous. Okay, great. Yeah. So And then after we'll go out. Yeah. And Jordan will go home. No, and then we'll go to Jordan's. It'll be so fun. We'll do a kiki. We'll have a kiki. We'll have a kiki. Robin Lord Taylor, when are you coming back for the Habsburgs episode? I can't wait. Oh, whatever we you want put, We're putting it on yes, the books. Absolutely. We're putting oh, it on the books. Oh, we have to do our giveaway. Oh, f- yeah. What? Oh, <laughs> you were going to say you know F-U-C-K. Yeah. Well, you didn't. Yeah. Can, can you, you say that? Yeah. I, of course you can, oh, okay, but he right. realized he'd gone too far. Okay, so the giveaway, now, here's how it works, Robin. Okay, yes. yeah. And then I'll tell you what we're giving away. Fabulous. Yeah. So, 
we pick the question we like the most, which mm-hmm. it can mean a million different things. But really, it's not the question we like the most. It's the person we think most deserves the gift. Right. And then... And deserve can mean anything. Anything. Could mean need it, could mean wants it, could mean whoever you have a feeling for. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the options, are just to re- recap, and then they get a wonderful prize. So the, have an answer. The recap is uh, the, host, the insulted host with the store-bought pies, uh, Danielle, who's going to Vegas... Um, the wedding. Uh, the wedding. Or Kristen, Kristen that's with the yeah, wedding. Yeah, and Katie, cool. who, you know, may or may not have had a judgment problem with a dead man's house. Oh, but also, wait, did we say Liz? Oh, New excuse Year's me. Eve. And New Year's Eve. Yes, and Ooh, Liz. I need to know what the gift is, but I'm feeling Liz. Fair enough. Right off the, anyway, just because she's two she's possible gifts this week. Okay. Because we've gotten, so we did, last week we did our gifting episode, which you probably haven't had a chance to listen to Not yet because you're running around. Yeah. And we named a, a four million gifts. Yeah. But two things people really responded to. Yeah. One is people have been writing, we gave away the Lemire lip balm the week before that. We, we, it, our inbox was... Flooded. People are saying, are you giving that away this week? Here's my question. Are you giving that away oh, the, they again really this week? They one. really want it. Yeah. And the other thing is pe- that captured people's imaginations was the Santa Maria novella candle, which came from Florence. Ah. So and Rana happened to have an extra one. I did Perfect. happen to have an extra Santa Maria novella that I picked up in Florence when I was there God. recently. And uh, so, what are you gorgeous thinking? Gorgeous Celine Trio. While I was there too, a little light gray Celine Trio, gorgeous. In any event, no clue. It's a purse. Oh, In oh, any oh, event, yeah. so those are the two things we're choosing between. And you're you're feeling Liz. So remind me, it's a candle. It's either a Le Mans lip balm, lip balm or a beautiful Santa Maria. If it's the candle, candle. I'm going to say Kristen because it'll help with the lighting. If I, that's if, a good one. If I'm going to, if it's the lip balm. I say we give it to Liz because it's like her last hurrah, and that sounds very luxurious. Yeah, yeah. and you know, it's she, interesting. You're both feeling Liz. Well, it's just she ended it with I hate being put in situations like this. I know. Like, I and do she's too. Pregnant, actually, and I just feel very really stressful. bad for her. Like, By the way, that's stressful, and she's I mean, pregnant. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I was just like, ugh. anyway, but I don't know. Okay. I, so I guess what do you it's feel? Liz. But what, what's what, where, what do where you, you want? Where are you going? I was really. Leaning towards Kristen, who's getting married, because she she I, was really she, nice. because it wasn't just about getting married; it was that she was feeling a little bad about it, the fact that it was his second minute wedding. I love Brian's idea. The candle for Kristen is really oh, let's do that. That's, that's how really... about we give them both away? The so, candle for Kristen, the lip balm for Liz. Perfect. God, don't is, get used to this. We're making these <laughs> do holidays. Do not get used to, and don't keep sending us emails saying, "Where's my lip balm?" Honestly, send us your questions that you genuinely want advice. We pick questions we respond to. We don't pick people that pander to us. Yeah. However, someone asked if it tasted like strawberries. Speaking of pandering. <laughs> We want to remind everyone to rate, subscribe, and review. On iTunes, mm-hmm. we don't take anything Nothing less. Nothing less than five stars. Please. <laughs> it's Ask Rana on Instagram, on Twitter, everywhere. The, and also email us at askrana at gmail.com. And the more creative and flattering your, your compliments had to us, the more likely they had to be written It's a pay for play. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll see. Have a wonderful, but we'll see you Christmas Eve. We're not stopping. That's right. We'll be, we have episodes coming out Christmas Eve and Fabulous. New Year's Eve. Even though everyone else is taking off, we're going to put episodes. We're here. Yeah. We're here. We're here for you. That's what you need. That's right. You need it. And we're going to do a little year end wrap up on Christmas Eve. Who knows? Maybe we'll have a Kiki on Christmas Eve. Rana. There it is. I know. And so Uh just give us Jordan's number and address. And and I'll (laughs) Oh, I can't come to a Kiki. I'm excluded. Well, I mean, I just. It's not the same thing. Again, it's. It's exclusive. Yeah. I get it. I don't know. It's more of a love, valor, compassion. It's something for you. I understand. Yeah. 
Robin, <laughs> I adore you. I love this you guys. This sauna stolen I, was the most wonderful thing that's happened to me this year. Oh my gosh. I mean, that it is, is so, so gorgeous. You. Thank uh, you so much. Of course. And we can't wait for you to come back with whatever next fabulous I'm thing down in the doing. city. I love the train anytime. You're so fabulous. famous that we can't believe you still keep coming <laughs> in. You're just going to keep shot. getting more famous, but we love you. Yeah, we absolutely please. love you. Thank you guys. And give Dickie Greenleaf up. You're going to be I bouncing will. between okay. Comic Cons for both of those shows, is uh, what's going to happen. I mean, you know, it's not my for the right price. For the right price. Bing, bing, bing. Don't take a hint from a page from Baby Yoda's book. But do take a page. Don't just show up for anything. I felt like that was a page. Do take a page from your namesake, Robin Elizabeth Taylor. Because she also showed up for price. And she did it right. Dripping black diamonds. That's right. And white diamonds. Every color of diamond. And the and La Pellegrina. The pearl. Pardon me? She owned it for a little while. Did she? She did. Who gave it to her? Who else? Was it Richard Burton? Dickie B. Uh, wow. She yeah. had another Dickie, the didn't Welsh, she? Uh, she did. Wow. Welsh lightning. Yeah. Uh, okay. Kiss, kiss. And uh, we'll see you on Christmas Eve, but have wonderful holidays, everyone. Yes. truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.